Egypt private sector shrinks for the 28th month and gold is at over a one-year high. From over 811 cities, 119 countries, Kush Investments brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adong. Your main story is brought to you by ANM Bank PLC, ANM Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. Ayambe's Zero CEO Alex Kalanda returns to the podcast to expound on issues in the climate change ecosystem. Today, he expounds more on what a carbon footprint is. So when you mentioned carbon footprint, right? So what's a carbon footprint? Now, to better understand what a carbon footprint is, first we need to understand some basic climate science. Uh, and this means um, the core reasons that are causing climate change to happen. So the thing is, there are what we call greenhouse gases. So these are gases in the atmosphere that basically store heat a little bit longer than others. Um, and then, you know, once heat comes from the sun, right, it enters the atmosphere and then this heat with, that's within the atmosphere tends to escape outside the atmosphere and goes back into space. But because these greenhouse gases definitely store heat for a much longer time, this heat is then trapped within the atmosphere. Now, this causes the earth to heat up a bit longer and faster. So this is pretty much the simple effect of greenhouse gases. Now, these gases include, of course, carbon dioxide, methane, uh, nitrous oxide, um, you know, and, and a couple of others. They're about maybe six core um, gases. Now, the challenge is that, of course, each gas also has um, longer impact than others. Um, some of them stay in atmosphere much longer than others. Some of them stay in atmosphere a bit shorter, but others stay in the atmosphere for a shorter time, but actually um, have a higher warming um, effect. So, for example, methane may stay in atmosphere for about 10 to 12 years, um, but actually has um, maybe 20 to 80 times more heating impact than carbon dioxide in that short period of time. Um, so by understanding that, then what they, you then do, you look at those gases and then you try to standardize them as one um, so that it makes easier in terms of, let's say, you know, tracking numbers. So what they then do, what they call carbon dioxide equivalent. And carbon dioxide equivalent means like standardizing, you know, methane like you know like one ton of methane or rather a given amount of methane in terms of like one ton of carbon um, dioxide so the general term is called carbon dioxide equivalent and carbon dioxide equivalent simply means like a combination of all different gases standardized as carbon dioxide now once you have that amount let's say one ton of carbon dioxide equivalent this is now what we call um like the amount of carbon dioxide, carbon dioxide, or rather the emissions emitted. Um, emissions now are simply emitted, let's say, by different activities, by different people. So a carbon footprint, therefore, is like the total amount of greenhouse gases uh, standardized in like a form of carbon dioxide equivalent that are emitted, let's say, by an individual or company um, at a given point in time when they're doing an activity. So this activity could be simply moving from one place to another it could simply could be eating eating something it could be a cow you know feeding literally any activity you can think of oftentimes um either carbon dioxide gas is produced methane is produced for example if food is produced and and just thrown away and not eaten it rots methane is produced goes into atmosphere 
So at any given point in time of that amount of uh, gas going to atmosphere, um, we'll look at it as a carbon footprint, um, just that we can ensure it's standardized as carbon dioxide equivalent um, be- because it makes things easier to, to track. And a quick look at the markets. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. Gold prices surged almost 2% to $2,016 an ounce on Tuesday, the highest level since March of 2022 after fresh data for U.S. job openings pointed to a slowdown in the labor market, suggesting the Fed may not need to raise rates much farther and could even pause the tightening cycle. On Monday, the ISM manufacturing PMI already pointed to a fifth straight month of contraction in factory activity in a sign that the tighter credit conditions are already hurting the economy. Investors now see 56.9% probability that the Fed will leave the Fed rates steady next month. At the same time, the recent banking crises have led to a surge in demand for safe haven assets. Johannesburg Stock Exchange or Share Index rose about 1.1% to close at a near one-month high of 77,000. 459 on Tuesday, the second straight session of advances mainly driven by resource-linked sectors, financials and industrials. Meanwhile, traders continue to weigh the potential impact of a surprise production cut by Saudi Arabia and several of its OPEC Plus partners on central banks' rate plans and the global economy. Domestically, the Black Business Council has requested a meeting with Finance Minister Enoch Gogongwa. Godongwana and Deputy President Paul Mashatile to discuss a decision to exempt ESCOM from regulations under the Public Finance Management Act requiring state-owned companies to disclose expenditure that do not comply with the provisions of the Act. With the exemption, irregular, fruitless and wasteful spending will be reported in ESCOM's annual report rather than its annual financial statements. Quick trip around Africa, foreign direct investment into Nigeria, plunged by a third last year as a severe dollar shortage deterred companies from expanding in Africa's biggest economy. Investments fell to $486 million in 2022 from $698 million a year earlier. This is according to the National Bureau of Statistics. FDI has collapsed about 90% from a high of $4.7 billion in 2008. Eight, according to data. For overseas investors, Nigeria's multiple exchange rates and central banks' rationing of dollars are a big deterrent. President-elect Bola Tinubu, who takes over from President Muhammadu Bukhari on May 29th, has pledged to review the central bank's foreign exchange policy. He will need to move quickly to attract companies, accelerate economic growth, and create jobs. S&P Global Egypt PMI ticked down to 46.7 in March of 2023 from 46.9 in the previous month, stretching the current sequence of deterioration in more than two years. The new orders further deteriorated as steep inflationary pressures and drop in client demand negatively influenced the non-oil businesses at the same time. Output remained contracted, although slightly eased and the softest for five months, partly because of the ongoing difficulties with accessing key inputs to import controls and currency restrictions on the price front. Output charges eased to a five-month low and was much weaker than overall input cost pressures as farms kept the prices stable in an effort to boost demand. 
Malto has signed a partnership agreement with the government of the Republic of Uganda for the deployment of more than 140,000 electric bikes and 3,000 charging and swapping stations. The new brand identity of Malto Spyro was launched in Africa in May 2022 and plans to expand into 10 countries by 2030. According to Shegu Adaji, CEO of Spyro and partner at the African Fund for Transformation and Industrialization, Electric two-wheelers are the future of sustainable mobility in Africa. The partnership, the first between an African government and a green mobility company on the continent, will create over 9,000 jobs. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit the website, that is thekfinancial.com, and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K-Financial, and you can find me at Withado. 